When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. That sleek, quick on the trigger today, ready to go. Yeah, Jorge, not messing around. No, he's we're, yeah, we're, Jorge we're all is set. like we are all set. How you feeling, my friend? I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? I survived the hurricane, so it's it's all good. We're all good. Hurricane, it's an interesting combination. Everything's fine. Hurricanes and earthquakes. Earthquakes, fine. Hurricanes, not so fine. Yeah, earthquakes. Earthquake? Earthquakes, we know. We <laughs> kind of you know we felt those before. A little five ish, right around that Did area. Did you feel it? I didn't. Well, no, I was I I was in San Diego, so I wouldn't have. I I didn't feel it either. My parents are in Santa Barbara, which is what thirty miles from from Ohio. Yeah, they didn't feel it, so it obviously wasn't. uh, It's a conspiracy. Maybe fake news that the earthquake (laughs) never happened, but everything's fine. We had a uh, hurricane slash tropical storm slash earthquake on the on the weekend. You know, it's kind of That's funny. That's pretty normal. It was Sat or Sunday morning. I woke up, and I don't know why what I was expecting. But you don't really know what to expect. You just yeah. kind of, at least for me, I kept kind of, there was definitely some curiosity, like, what the hell is oh, going for on? Oh, sure, for Tropical sure. Tropical storm. Yeah. What does that even mean? How long is it going to be around? <laughs> right. What are they talking about with all the flooding? Should that I be worried? It's going to rain as much potentially in certain areas in a couple of hours than it would for a year or six months. <laughs> right. I'm trying to put all these puzzle pieces together. <laughs> I wake up Sunday and it's sprinkling. And... <laughs> I don't know why in my head, I was like, here, they did it again. They overhyped it. It rained you, a ton <laughs> over. Did, did you get a lot of rain? Yeah, we got okay. a lot of rain. I, I did not. Okay. It, now, it rained. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It, it definitely rained. And there were little 10-minute periods here or there where it kind of rained hard a little bit. Down, now, again, I'm down in South Orange County. And every like I guess up here in LA and the closer you got to the mountains, the worse the rain was, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. It was rainy. The wind kind of blew. Not that windy. That's about yeah, what it was. Yeah, not that windy. There's some junk on the ground this morning. Some leaves. Mm-hmm. That's the- How long? So when you say it, <laughs> that's it. It rained. Yeah. Did it rain for a while? Off and on. Okay. I could rain for 20 minutes, and then it wouldn't for three hours. I would and then say it would rain for 20 minutes again. San Diego was solid. Solid. Probably six, seven hours oh, no, no, of no. just a constant rain. Nothing like that. Now, it wasn't like it was, you know, pouring outside, but it was just a constant, it was a good amount of rain. Susan and I get up yesterday morning and we're going to go grab a cup of coffee. And so we're on our way. And I said, hey, let's, let's run out of the beach real quick. And I, I want to see the surf because I thought, you know, it's a hurricane. I figured there would be sure. surf. Bigger waves, yeah. Go down there and the parking lot's closed. You can't park your car. Yep. They beat the, the the beach is closed, basically. I think the whole coastline, they did that, right. everything. There, it looked like Lake Michigan. There was nothing there. There are a bunch of guys in the water on their boards waiting for it, but we stood there for, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes. I didn't see one wave. 
other than the things kind of slapping on the shore. I'm like, well, this is a bust. And then we drive home, and it started to lightly rain. It was. It's so funny. I don't know. I, well, I think, aren't you lucky? Was it was it bad at your house? Yeah, it was. It was. It was raining yeah, the entire day. All day. It was raining the entire oh, day. It, it rained like a lot the entire day. There's actually a couple of trees that are down uh, by where I live, mostly in like medians and stuff where they're not really rooted into the grounds. Like nothing, no big palm trees or anything like that. But yeah, we had some of those There's trees. A tomato fall down. plant. Tomato plant. Just <laughs> so you know the, the not the parking lot we park in the other one over here yeah, by the, the hotel west yeah west. There was one, you know, they have those little, like almost like saplings, yeah. up, like the lining yeah. that road that mm-hmm. you drive in there. There was one that was snapped. One. There's like 25 of them lined up, and there's one that right near the top, like the top 10% had snapped off. I'm like, all right, well. You just stopped turning your I'm hazards just, on. Wasn't that bad. The, the whole <laughs> piece traffic. that had snapped off was like two feet long. Like, all right. All right. Well, I think we created, this is natural, especially because, again, we go back to this. If you if you wouldn't have told me that if there was no news about it, uh-huh. and if you wouldn't have told me this is the first tropical storm in eighty something years or whatever it is, fine. if you said nothing to me, then I would have probably just my vision in my head is like, well, it's kind of a random August to have some rain, <laughs> but because it's a, little, it's a little windy out too. I think because I watched <laughs> little, I, I watched so much news and everything else. And it, listen, the idea in the storm, you go, you go out. There definitely is flooding. You know, there definitely sure. is. There was. It's not. It's not the amount of rain. Like it's not your typical storm. It's how much rain comes down over a period of time. Everything else. But I think I'm with you. I kind of put it in my head. Like listening to the news, you would have thought that we were getting ready for Armageddon. And the the only picture that made me go, "Oh wow," were the pictures of Dodger Stadium where the oh, parking yeah. lot yeah, was under crazy. One. That was the one that's like, okay, that clearly up here got a lot more rain than down in my neighborhood. We didn't have any rain. Good decision on the- to go double header on Saturday. Seemed like they got Probably. that right. <laughs> Seemed Probably. like they got that. right. You know what's crazy? Okay, so like. My, you know, family on the East Coast was asking about if I'm ready. I'm so, yes, I've been through. I've, I've been through tropical storms before. It's, it's happened. But the idea that, like, okay, so why is everyone stocking up on milk? Milk will spoil if the lights go out. You know that, right? So it's like, why are we stocking up on Maybe milk? Maybe you have kids, babies. Maybe, but. To yeah, have everybody formula. stock up on milk I, I, is yeah, a ridiculous I don't know. thing. I'm speculating. So like, my sister was texting me, she's like, "Oh, do you get milk and bread?" I'm like, "I haven't had milk in years. Why would I stock up on milk for this?" Well, it's only storm? the two percent. Everyone was only getting the two percent. Remember, left the whole people milk stocked behind. up on toilet paper. Yep, during the pandemic. Yep, it was like that was the thing. Stock up on toilet paper. Buddy of mine that I do uh, Costco. There was they were lines specific for just toilet paper. Oh, I, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. The like uh, group think. Buddy of mine that I do the Locked On Rams podcast with Doug McKellen, uh, Doug McCain said. Just so we're all clear, we had a hurricane and an earthquake the same day before Shohei Otani played in a playoff game. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good observation. I'm like, yep, that's stats for that's the stats. Los One Angeles nothing. had a One hurricane nothing. and an earthquake on the same day, and the Shohei Otani led Angels are still looking for their first playoff appearance. Is it fair to say? So is that it? We're done. Is it gone? I think like so. It's, it's past us now. Yes. Well, the hurricane past. portion, oh, the earthquake yeah. portion, is always in play, right? Hopefully yeah. not. It's kind of going up towards, yeah. Crazy, crazy. A little breaking news right now. Breaking news is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change on 710 ESPN, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. USC is apparently hiring a new athletic director. Uh, Nicole Arabach from The Athletic says that USC is hiring Wash, former Washington athletic director Jen Cohen as the school's new athletic director. Of course, they will kick off their 2023 football season this Saturday at the Coliseum against San Jose State, and Jen Cohen will have her hand on the wheel mm. of the athletic department when they do that. So 
They needed to replace, obviously, uh, Mike Bone. Mike Bone, the mm-hmm. outgoing athletic director who left um, rather ignominiously along the way. Uh, Jen Cohen got the new job, Slee. Yeah, it's and think of the timing, too. When he left, um, you know, obviously just a lot of question marks. More just on, I'm talking about the football program. Then there's question marks about, oh my gosh, is this another USC situation? They've had these situations in the past. They can't turn the page or the chapter. Um, this one I find interesting more for the fact that she was the athletic director for Washington and Washington, Oregon just announced. They're coming with. They're joining right. the same conference that SC is at. And, and, um, you know, I, I, I don't think either of us can sit here and talk about the resume or something no. like that. But, um, like you said, football starts on Saturday. So they obviously were trying to get this uh, squared away before the college football season starts. Here's what they need to do. They need to keep the football program doing what it did when Mike Bone hired Lincoln Riley. They need to let the rest of the stuff settle down and yeah. get good at the things that SC is known for being good at. Be good at football. Be good at track. Be good sure. at baseball. You know, compete in college basketball. Volleyball. I mean, like, go, yeah, go down get, the list. Get your stuff together. And by the way, can we not – like, if we never hear Jen Cohen's name over the next six months, nine That's months, okay. or a year – Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That just get get back on your feet and let all the, the noise around the, the athletic department kind of quiet down a little bit because SC's most of their noise has not been super positive noise when it comes to athletic department stuff. So I guess there's going to be a 1 p.m. news conference to announce her hire. Um, she had been at Washington for 24 years, mm. operating the athletic director role since 2016. So bringing a ton of experience as well. But 24 years with the, with the university and since 2016 as the athletic director. AD, good job, not a good job. I have two buddies that are athletic directors at okay. the college level. And there's a part of the job that I think would be really fun. You're constantly around athletics and athletes, which I think would be fun. You get sure. to attend and see games and be a participant in, in trying to build successful programs and all that kind of stuff. That part sounds awesome. The part where you have to go around and deal and collect money all the time seems less awesome. And I think like that's more of the job than, hey, we need a new volleyball coach. I'm sure. going to go out and scour the country for volleyball coaches. I think that, hey, can uh, would you like to make a donation? That would be the thing that would just be incredibly tiresome, I think. says uh, No, I'm with you on that. I think anything, like any type of work that you do, it's the asking for money part, which is the business side. That you're like, I don't <laughs> it makes do it that. all go. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, can no I just uh, can I just have a mic? So when you weren't batting down uh, in San Diego, how was the rest of your weekend? Weekend was good. You know, it's kind of funny. We were describing last week what an IPA guy is. Uh huh. I didn't know this, Emily. That's your cue. I did not know this. I have a close friend of mine that's very IPA guy oh. and acts kind of like the IPA guy that Does you he described. Have, a guitar? have you seen The Godfather? <laughs> I don't know why those things go together in your yeah, mind. I don't know no, they I, go I in your mind. Okay, voice. it's every person it's that the voice. it's it's the voice, but it's also the film bro is also an IPA bro who's also rides a bike, who also the is bike, a kayaker. The bike and the kayak, I get the be- the beard, I get yeah, the, the beard, beard oils, the hair, yeah, he's the, got yeah, all that. The, the very the yeah. tattoos, perhaps. Yep. I go to plenty tattoos. of things at, at the um, Alamo Draft House where everyone gets <laughs> yes. IPAs. Okay, they all like the Godfather. Do you remember? <laughs> but I think everybody likes the Godfather. <laughs> Say, like if there were a movie that not a lot of people liked that yeah. they had decided to stay like if I'm just if they all had this odd fascination with Jurassic Park sure. okay should I change well, it to the Fight weird. Club Fight Club Fight, works Fight better. Club but also better. better might better by the way another good movie I mean a lot of people it is a good Fight movie Club as well it is a good movie everyone thinks The Godfather is a peak of cinema but okay sure <laughs> uh, um, Emily can I ask a question honesty time 
Did you not like The Godfather? I refuse to comment. Yes, you didn't like The Godfather. Oh, no. All right. All right. I think it's fine. I don't think it's the you peak of Funches cinema. You should start a podcast. I, I, I think it's fine is the most artful way of saying, you know, that movie like sucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like Godfather 2 better. Okay. that That's a reasonable opinion. That's fine. Do you, do you remember when I described a college friend of mine that just like found a way to take the territory of the couch and wasn't even a San Diego State University student? <laughs> sure. Remember oh, him? Yeah. Yes. His name was Trey. Trey. Hung out with Trey on oh, Saturday. Nice. Trey's an IPA guy. Is he? And Trey, <laughs> does he own a residence or does he sleep on people's couches still? Uh, he's still actually, there's a little bit of that. Which is also very IPA guy. It, it is. You're not <laughs> sure. wrong. That's not part of his that. personality. Sure. There's definitely, uh, hey, anybody on that couch? Um, How's so Trey doing? Trey's doing good. Good. Uh, Trey was actually on the East Coast for probably 10, 11 years, so he's back now in San Diego. So Trey and I... Uh, went to a couple breweries. There's a really, really good brewing spot called Cult- Culture Brewing. There's another place called Pizza Port. So there's like I know Pizza Port. Kind of a n- couple of these nice, nice uh, uh, breweries. So I go and I, I tell the girl, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm down to drink. Give me a, you know, give me a, a suggestion. Lager, Pilsner. I'm probably gonna drink some of that. He's like, oh, I can't do those. I can't do those. I want an IPA. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? So he gets did IPA. His voice go down like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like everything changed. Everything changed. The, the kind of the chest went out a little yeah, bit. I'm I like, like it. What the hell's going on here? Paulie D. He was. I, I don't think Paulie D. I don't think they're having IPA. Paulie D. Would be a hard seltzer guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Definitely a hard seltzer. So a high noon guy. So he's having IPAs, and I listen. I was like, um, I want to try his IPA. Just want to, you know. There's to bring you a little taste. No, actually, I took a sip of his. Oh, okay. He takes a sip of mine. He goes, "Oh, can't do that. Can't." Do-. I'm like, "What the hell? What is this? Is this the definition of an IPA? IPA guys look down on pilsers. They look 100%. down on lagers. Yes. They look down on all these other great beers out there. They're just a little bit lighter and a little bit yeah, more refreshing. Yeah, that actually go down easier. He's like, "I can't do it. I don't know what to tell you. I just can't Doesn't do taste it. Like anything. I'm like, "All right. Well, <laughs> never mind then." So, so I've, I've, I are got we done it. with Trey. Will you never see him again? <laughs> no, we'll see him again. I just it's ironic that. Emily broke down an IPA guy, and a couple days later, everything gonna, she said, see them everywhere. <laughs> everything she said, kind of fit the uh, fit the bill, except for the Godfather part. Mm. Except for the Godfather, that, that, that her IPA guy I think I'm right. is. Well, I'm not saying that they're not they're not strong movie opinion guy, but I don't like the Venn diagram of Godfather and IPA guy. I don't feel overlaps as much as you do. The rest of it, I'm I'm, I'm with you. Okay, we sure. just got to pick sure, a different movie. Sure, look at this guy drinking lagers. I'm like <laughs> Trey. It's fine, man. There's a lot of people who drink good lagers. The whole bar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 85% of this place is drinking. Everyone doesn't have a beard down to the middle of their chest is drinking uh, lagers along the way. Dodgers had their winning streak come to an end, and then they started another one all over again. little bad news on the mound, though. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. DeAndre's showing us some pictures from his neck of the woods where there was all sorts of water. Yeah, he said Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's... By the way, do you just is this happen where you just I think I felt like I watched so much news over the last 24 hours. Now I feel like I'm Yeah, cuz here's what happened. Do you heard me right there when DeAndre is here? I'm like, "You saw the trajectory of it. It didn't go coastal. You turned into San Fritz Diego Coleman and started going inland." I'm like, "Shut up, Al." You watch one YouTube I clip. You sounded informed. The, you sounded informed to me. Yeah, I guess along the coast it wasn't as bad. Yeah. We didn't get much, but DeAndre. Those pictures of Dodger Stadium were crazy. Yeah, that is. It looked like you just filled up that entire bowl. Not the stadium, but everything the around parking. it. Mm-hmm. And look, having been to Dodger Stadium a million times in my life, doesn't it feel like it's kind of tiered? Like, I guess yeah. that's why it's all around the edge like that. But it was, even I was wa- surprised it would collect like that. Even the water's having a hard time getting out of there right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still flooded. The water's like, just- Jesus. <laughs> what are we, we doing here? We've been, we've been, the state has been here 65 years. We haven't figured this out. How we get, get a couple ushers? Oh my goodness. I'm sure, though, if you took a picture right now, it might look a little different just because of the way that it's on a hill and it can probably run off, but it's still it's still crazy. You're, you said your neighborhood, M was not too bad? Too, too bad. Uh, not too bad. So there's a lot of dips in the roads in my neighborhood. So like there are like a lot of places where people will scrape the bottom of their cars, that kind of stuff. But uh, those are filled with water. There's a lot of like standing water around. So it's, it's not ideal, but it's not unsimilar to what happened earlier in the year with that winter storm that, that we had. Yep. So it's not crazy, but there is some down trees or some other stuff. So, you know, stay safe out there. If you Your the party got canceled. Yeah, my party got canceled. party was no more. Got rescheduled. Oh, oh rescheduled. Okay. Yes. Oh, so, so you having, just pushed it a week. Yeah, just pushed it a weekend. Well, because everyone yeah, was like, I don't know. People who had tickets, it's not canceled. <laughs> it's rescheduled. Well, people were like, I don't know. I don't want to be on the roads. And I was just like, yeah, just be safe. No one on the roads at this point in time. How was your party, Jorge? Uh, party was cool. Yeah, it was a little, you know, a little five-year-old birthday party. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was chill, kicked back. What'd you beers. guys do? It was just, you know, a water slide for the kids. You know, we had just pizza, spaghetti, kinds of. You know, she made the Mike chose the menu. Okay, She's like I want pizza and spaghetti. Her two favorite things. I'm Perfect. done. Yeah, and then a couple beers, family, kids. It's awesome. You know, it was, it was just simple. Was did fun. you eat any spaghetti on the road like Emily? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I when did, did I do that? that? No, I thought who was she it? Just spaghetti. She just spaghetti poolside. Poolside. That's my. I would never do spaghetti on the road. By the way, when he that's my mistake. When he said that, I was like, where the hell was I for this story? No. You're, like, like, well. you're using <laughs> your <laughs> knee and just... Okay, well, no. Here's how practically this would work, okay? Let me just throw this out Workshopping. there. Workshopping? So, no, you have a red solo cup or a, 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 something equivalent. You put that in the cup holder. Okay. You have a fork, and then you twirl and get it a nice white twirl while you're driving, and then chomp, put it back in. So you have some, it's, it's all stable enough. So I haven't done this. That didn't take be, long but to come I up with a solution. It. <laughs> it couldn't be very heavily sauced, though, right? We'd have to yeah, be fairly yeah. light on the sauce. Light or sauce. Else be splat- You'd have to turn on your windshield wipers. Exactly. <laughs> be on the inside. Or your shirt. Have like yeah, a napkin Parmesan cheese to your right. Red hot <laughs> yeah, cheddar. The whole exactly. setup. Did you watch uh, Winning Time last night? I'm behind. I'm behind, behind one. Okay. Yeah. I, I got to get back two weeks in behind. You're, you're, you, you may be, you <laughs> may be, be part of the reason this show may not last much longer if you don't Come on, Did you watch yesterday? I did. Emily and I both saw it. And- I think we had, it's interesting because she's 
about half my age mm-hmm. and did not live through the Magic and Bird era. Mm-hmm. As someone that did, we're seeing it a little bit differently and we're experiencing it differently. She likes it more than I do. Okay. Yeah. I think that's because I, again, I, I, I know some of these things through osmosis from living here for a couple of years, obviously working at the station. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people who know the history of the Lakers. So I think I get that a little bit in through osmosis. But this episode is a Larry Bird episode. It's almost exclusively Larry Bird, which for me, again, I don't really know anything about his story. I know know who he is. I know he played for the Celtics. I know that big story. He played Magic in the National Championship game. I know that story. I don't know the intricacies of his life. Sure. So that kind of stuff is really interesting to me, even though everyone hates him. <laughs> because no, he was we, so good. We hate him because he was that He's good. He's the man. Exactly. Because it's kind of like was, hating Tom Brady. So I did a Larry Bird uh, deep dive this morning just because I started thinking about it. Do you know how many, for his career, okay. how many you think? How many three-point attempts per game do you think Larry Bird averaged? If I, Keep I, in mind, he's one of the great shooters of all time. I was going to say, if I'm, I think it was just because of the era, not that many, right? I'll say a game he's taken three or four. Two. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, 1.9 three-point attempts per game. That if he played now, he's taking 12 a game. Wow. You know, it, it's it's insane. So There's what, awful shooters taking 12 a game. <laughs> that's what I'm so. saying. And he's one of the great shooters yeah. of all time. So anyway, I, I kind of went down that rabble. I like winning time. I don't love it. Last year, I'm like, I love this show. I couldn't wait for Sunday night to roll around to get to see that next episode. This is, oh, yeah, winning time's on. Let's flip it on. It's I, not that you're anticipating every episode. I really, I like this. I like the show a lot. And I really hope it has more seasons because I want to see how this all plays out. I am reading the Showtime book right now, too, which is a really good book so far. I'm like, I'm like 50 pages in. But I think that it's... I just want this to continue because I think it's so interesting for me personally. I don't know how interesting it is for nationally for everybody out there, but, but season I, I like one it. was interesting for everybody. So for it to have, it, it did. It, it the ratings like, were not. Was it what just because we're sh- in the belly of the beast? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I'm not surprised to hear that that because we're in L.A. because we work on this station because yeah. almost without exception everybody in this building is a because winning fan. time was scratching you a check under the table, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it might have been. That that just felt way. If you're in I don't know. Portland, Oregon. Are you feeling it like that? Mm. I don't know. Maybe not. I also think Chicago. Maybe not. One of the main things that's maybe getting me a little tired of the season a little bit sometimes is that they're they're trying to do too many storylines at each episode. I think they need to kind of focusing on one character. Yeah. So it's driving it. This one without any spoilers. It's a lot of bird, little magic. And then about other half is bus, and well, then a little other stuff too. So like, I think it would have been better to separate a little. There's bit. even more because there's the bird story, and there's the magic cookie Nixon. story. Mm-hmm. There's the magic Norm Nixon story. There's the magic Jerry Bus story. There's the Jerry oh, yeah. Bus Genie Bus story. So Pat Riley, there's Westhead. Pat Riley and Paul Westhead butting heads. There were six different things going on. Like in the show it needs yesterday. to condense and go more in depth about smaller portions of time. This is. Um... It's not the best example, but I, I told you, I mentioned I was watching Suits for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I'm out of it. You punted. I think I'm done. But there was something about Suits that it only really had two or three storylines max. Yeah. Like, it's these characters, and maybe they're going to leave this main character for a few minutes, but they're going right back to it. That's a little bit, how do I get, how do I build momentum with five or six different storylines? That's, that's interesting. There were, there was I'll a lot watch of, it tonight. The, the Larry way, Bird the portion of it? Is terrific. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. it's ter- the guy. I don't know who's ever in charge of casting for that show. It's perfect. Fantastic. It, they're so good at their job mm. because the guy that plays Larry Bird, A, looks like Larry Bird. And I don't know if he was a, but he's tall, so maybe he was a basketball player. 
He can play basketball. Shoot, but does he, yeah, the little and bit of the. You know how sometimes when you have a sports movie and you have the, the actor do the thing and then there's a cut and then you'll see the ball get caught or the ball go through the hole yeah. or through the, the rim or the ball drops into the hole in golf or the, the, there's a base hit up the middle. This There's no cuts. This guy's shooting the ball. You see it leave his hand. You see it go through. Dude can shoot. And yep. he's got the Larry Bird form. It's it, it's fun to watch just from a, where did you find that guy? And why wasn't he a real NBA player? Because he can play like Larry And we Bird. all know one of the things you love most is um, actors who can't, who get the role of a quarterback and have never thrown a football hey, in their life. Look, winning time? A-plus across the board on sure. that. All of these guys not only look Magic's like Mac, character. They can sure. play basketball. Yeah, yeah. They can shoot a basketball. Think about, hey, I need a guy that's really tall, that looks like Larry Bird, and oh, by the way, can actually play? There can't be a, there can't be five of those guys on Earth. Also, by the way, the casting director is Francine Meisler. So if she's... Francine, keep yeah. it up. Yeah, Great she's doing job. Great. Great job. I'll catch up tonight. Scene. Yeah. And here's the funny thing. I'm not out. Like No. I'm I'm going to watch the whole season. But I, can I tell you something? The fact that you didn't watch it last night, I think speaks I think to how something. much you're in. Yeah. I think it says you're something. not out, but you're not in. I think last year too, there was much more maybe anticipation, like, all right, I gotta wait a week. Now it's I guess like we just did. Oh yeah, I forgot to watch also, winning time. Part of that has to do with the inability for the actors and the writers and the directors to be able to do press to lead into this. There's no podcast about this. There's no any there's there's no appearances for any cast writers, directors, and that's really what's You're not wrong thing. about that. That certainly does help. But for us who were in the way that we were in last year, I think I think there's hopefully we get a season three. I'm gonna watch it. I, I'm in on the show, yeah. but it does feel like it's I mean, hit a, a point where it's like, okay, come on, let's let's pick up the pace. I had all my graphs up yesterday for the hurricane. I didn't have time for this. <laughs> Your models. I believe they're called models. <laughs> I didn't in the have weather time game. for they, winning time. You had to model the tropical Every storm. hour there was updates. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Tony Gonsolin probably done for the season. What does that mean for the Dodgers postseason run? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Bergman, by the way, is deep into suits. Six oh, really? seasons. Well, he must have like an executive producer credit because he takes it personally <laughs> when people don't like it. Well, here's what happened. I didn't know any of this happened, but... I saw him come up here during the break, and he pointed at me, and I didn't know what he was pointing at, so I pointed at him. Okay. And then he just walked off, and then I looked at my text, and he says, I'm on season six on Suits. Keep going. <laughs> he was motivating, trying okay, to get but, me to get in. 
okay, I'm, I'm going to turn this on you. Yeah. Why? Like you, you watched a full season, so you obviously liked it enough to go through. Give me the pitch. Never mind sixty, but what about it? Is it that I would like potentially? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that you would like? Yeah. Um, Storylines are pretty good. They're pretty good. I don't want to over. I don't want to over. Uh, pretty sell good. It. Interesting. Exciting. Titillating. Like uh, what are we talking about? I would say. Kind of a combination of exciting, some interesting. I think the some Zastro time. I think the there's sure, a lot of really okay good, a lot of really good looking people okay. on the show as that's, well. That's a good sales pitch. And I will say really? this: nah. so the Larry Bird character is not in it. <laughs> I will say this: the good looking people on the show, but it's also not one of those shows where it's like. 80% of the show, people are just hooking up. Yeah. It's not that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. That probably hurts Ooh, the I'm pitch out. here. Yeah, I don't no, want to watch hurts. it either. That hurt the pitch. Yeah, I'm out. I, yeah. I, I want to see... Look, it's TV. You yeah. Know, I want to see fun things to look at. I think the basis of the story of a kid coming out of nowhere who does not have a law degree working for this top law firm and keeps working his way up and you got to keep that a secret, that I think is interesting in itself, so... Give it, give it a couple episodes. I, I think you might be in for a couple episodes, which might get you into a season. And then now it's like I don't need to watch. Is it repetitive? Two. Are we doing the same thing episode after episode? Because it, by the way, that's yeah. not a deal breaker. I watch Law and Order. It's the same thing every time. I like it. It's just it's this. There's hey, there's a lot of find the dead it's guy. Different case though. That's right. what, yeah. It's a different case. But by the way, it's always the boyfriend or the wife. Oh, of course. it's <laughs> always the boy. Or may, occasionally Maybe the, the neighbor. Occasionally and the, the bar- neighbor, <laughs> and occasionally a business deal gone bad. The but bartender always has like photographic memory of everyone yeah. who's ever come to the bar. Near gave the me city. an order to whiskey sour. Gave me a dollar twenty five change. Left it exactly ten twenty three. Like <laughs> we got it. It's like that doesn't. go Maybe that's like what that. hurts the the storyline too. It's not. It is repetitive. And it's always like it's nothing really else happening outside of the law firm. So it's not like they've taken the show and it's there's some other. It's just a lot of the same. Literally, they're all wearing suits all the time. I have a counter. I have a counter uh, pitch. Similar show. Only two seasons. A lot shorter seasons. Like maybe it's like six or seven episodes. A lot more Zastro time. It's a show called Industry on HBO. Okay. So it's these. um, Industry is in the movie industry. Uh, no, it's about, um, like finances, okay. like, fi- like, like stock market stuff. So a uh, girl goes to London to go work in a, um, like a finance place and she lies on her resume that she graduated from college, doesn't, goes and works at this place, continues on. Yeah. Okay. We both lied. Oh, sure sounds here. like me. <laughs> <Just fine. laughs> by the way, I'd like to meet yeah. the person whose resume is exactly, exactly right. factual. Like awesome. every line is exactly what it is. Right. I don't think that resume exists. When yeah, I get canned guys. here, I do want to put in my resume. Um, thought I had a job at Golden Corral. <laughs> Called it back. Did not have a job at Golden Corral. <laughs> you got a job offer from Golden hey. Corral. Job offer. Didn't last long. Told it to wait an hour. You circled back. Astley coming up in about 10 minutes from right now. You know, let's do a little phone Astley today. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Ask Slee in about 10 minutes. Of course, you can send them to me on Twitter as well, at Travis Rogers. Tony Gonsolin got roughed up Shellacked. on Friday night. Five home runs. Broke Don Sutton's record for most home runs That's uh, not good. allowed in a start with five. The, Don Sutton's in the Hall of Fame, and Don Sutton was awesome. I don't know if that's the career trajectory for Tony Gonsolin, but the Dodgers announced shortly after that he's very unlikely to pitch the rest of the season, that he has an arm issue, an undisclosed arm issue that they think is going to prevent him from pitching for the rest of the season. So kind, kind of a two minds here, Al, and I want to play this. 
uh, to Dave, Dave Roberts talking about Tony Gonsolin because I think this is incredibly important as to why they kept pitching him, knowing that maybe his arm wasn't at 100%. It's still symptomatic. I mean, was it pain-free? Probably not. But I know as an organization, we were very clear in saying and knowing that you're not going to hurt yourself worse. And um, we're not going to try to do that to the player. So we're all aligned and felt good about that. So, But I do commend Tony. Yes. So Dave, Dave was asked, like, did he continue to pitch because the, the rotation was so thin? So many guys he had a doubleheader the there. next day. Doubleheader mm-hmm. the next day. And he's saying, I commend Tony for that. I, I give Tony Gonsolin a ton of credit for going out there. Gutting it out. Less than his best. Mm-hmm. And giving the Dodgers, you know, maybe not great outings, but giving them a bunch of outings week after week after week, knowing that he's less than the best, knowing that the rotation was – Julio was was not good, and Kershaw was down, and Dustin May is down, sure. and Walker Bueller is sure. down. Their whole yeah. every nothing was working, and he kept pitching. I give him a lot of credit for that, even if he didn't pitch particularly well. So help me understand this one, because I, I think that he pitched three and a third, gave up ten runs, five jacks, ten runs, five five home runs. When you see a story like that come out that after the game, hey, we're probably not going to see Gonsolin the rest of the year. He's having some type of elbow issue. I don't know how well that sits with me. That Just listening to that, um, putting those two together of, and I really don't like the, well, we're trying to just get him as deep as we can go because we don't want to use our bullpen got because we got a doubleheader coming tomorrow. Um, I, I, I hate those going together because... Here's a pitcher that is getting demolished on the mound. He's not pitching at 100%. There are a couple of times you're like, uh, you're going to go get him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I go back to this. If, if hypothetically, if that night the reports were, I just had a really bad night and I just, I, I didn't have my best stuff tonight. And, you know, the, the franchise and Dave Roberts decided, well, we're probably not coming back in this one anyways. Let's just keep him out there. I get that strategy. But for this to be the last time we see Tony Gonsolin the rest of the season, I don't like the way those two go together. I it, really don't. I, I, I'm trying to come up with something to say, ah, oh, it's not as bad as you think. I'm striking out. I, I don't have – now, I guess if we're being giving everybody the benefit of the doubt – just a really lousy coincidence that on the night he just had a really terrible night, it also happened to be the night where he had the the arm go from, yeah, it doesn't feel great to, hey, I can't pitch anymore. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but I think what you're saying, Al, is probably the reaction a lot of people are, are, are having. I do think that part of it is on Tony and the team to, to go say, look, prior to Friday night. Sure. I don't feel right. I, I'm I'm not your guy. I know we're getting crushed. I know we can't go. I can't go tonight either. My arm is bothering me. That that didn't happen, that they continued to pitch him, is everybody's responsibility. But the Dodgers needed somebody to absorb a lot of innings. No one else was really able to do it, right? Julio missed a little time. Julio's ineffective. Kershaw has been highly effective, but missed a lot of time. There Lance been, Lynn's coming in now. Lance Lynn's been innings. good, but yeah. really, and Tony Gonsolin missed the beginning of the season with that ankle injury, but yeah. since he came in, he's taking the ball every time, mm-hmm. and there's some value in that, and I think the Dodgers understood that. Now, that's part A. Part B of this is, what does it do to their postseason plans? And, and I've don't mean this to be in any sort of way disrespectful to Tony. Doesn't t- change much. Doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't change a thing. He 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 wasn't gonna. The only way it might is if 
you got to have more guys pitch more often for the next six weeks just to sure. get to the finish line. But Tony Gonsolin wasn't going to get a start in the postseason. Tony Gonsolin was not going to pitch high leverage innings in the postseason. He just wasn't. He hadn't pitched well enough. Bobby Miller's a much better choice. Lance Lynn is a much better choice. Julio and Kershaw are already locked into their two spots. And if you get into high leverage situations in the fifth or sixth or seventh inning, that's not Tony Gonsolin territory. If I And I want to go back to something, but if I just stay with the – However, you are going to use Tony Gonsolin. It's not like you know we're not talking Kershaw, we're not talking Julio, we're not using any of that. But Gonsolin could definitely in a playoff game give you three or four innings, and I don't think it would be out of the ordinary for him to give up a run or two. And then it's like, okay, you did your job, take the ball, and however that night's working, maybe it's mm-hmm. you're using a couple different guys for that day. Gonsolin could be one of those pieces, but let's put that to the side. I always kind of think of. This is the part where I have a little bit um, the taste in my mouth. I'd be foolish to think that franchises always have the best interest of their players. I know that's not how it works. It is a business. And there are times where there's the business is going to be selfish for its own interests. And there's going to be players and employees that are selfish for their own interests. I'm going to be a free, free agent at the end of the year. Maybe I'm not going to push it as hard if I'm locked up for six, seven years. Um, everybody's kind of looking out for themselves. We talked about Walker Bueller last week Mm -hmm. and the chances of Walker Bueller coming back and Dave Roberts saying, we're not bringing him in for a couple of innings. Either he can pitch us a game the way Walker Bueller can or we're probably not going to see him. I think both of you and I, by the end of that quote, were like, yeah, I don't think we're going to see Walker Bueller. Right. They're looking out for his best interest. The Gonsolin thing that just is a little bit tougher for me um, to comprehend is, was Tony Gonsolin, was it in their best interest to make sure Tony Gonsolin, whatever elbow injury he has, and I, I think they read that it can't get any worse was, right. I think, the quote that was out there. But you pitch the guy. He gave up 10 runs in a game that is his final game that he's going to probably pitch all season long. That doesn't vibe to me. That doesn't jive. from. Uh, that one's a more difficult one for an organization that's as responsible as they are. That one was, I, I again, I... What Tony Gonson's going to be in the postseason and how much you're losing from there, I think that's a separate conversation yeah. of what are the quotes that I'm just hearing right now. It's it's weird. It's weird. And you're right. They are two separate conversations. The How you're going to use him in October, the answer to that question was either when you're up by 10 or down by 10 or not at all, which can we find somebody else to do that? Yeah. They can. There's plenty of guys that can fill in there. That's over there. The Did your usage of him – lead to this and did you basically say hey look because we know we're not going to need him but we need coverage over these things yeah it's a good way to put that, it that that's that's a question for andrew friedman that's a question for dave, dave roberts, roberts. Yeah. it's a question for tony gonsolin now at the end of the day i think tony gonsolin needs to be the one to say if he's not right he needs to speak out. up mm-hmm. he needs to speak up and say i can't pitch today my arm hurts and maybe you get a little side eye from somebody maybe you don't maybe okay it's it's fine but it, it's at the ultimately it's Tony Gonsolin is the one that has to raise his hand and say my arm is killing me I can't go how many times have we seen this in sports where a player is like you're not taking me out of the game yeah but it's the manager's job to say I get it I love your competitiveness I love this I love that but I'm taking you out of the game yeah that's I guess this maybe the where opposite. I'm opposite it's can you please take me out nope not until you give up that fifth home run. It was it was a weird night. It was a weird. I'm sorry that he's hurt. He's he was great for the. This goes back to what we were talking about last year with him when he was good beginning of the season. Before he got injured, too. and I said, "Show me again." 
that guys of Tony Gonsolin's pedigree, it's like, I'm going to need to see that a few more times. Not that you can't become a very good pitcher, but when you kind of just, oh, okay, that's a that's a all-star season out of left field. That's What was his record? There was again. a point last year. He had like one loss. He was like 13-1. and one Something some like point. that. Something his ERA like was that. one of the lower. He was terrific. Yeah. Show me again. Mm-hmm. Like with Bobby Miller, it's like, I, I'm a believer even before I've actually seen it. With Julio, it's like, yeah, that's a little different. With a guy like Gonsolin, it's like, okay, let, let's mm-hmm. run it back and let's see it again. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Ask Slee coming up next. 877-710-ESPN. That's the phone number. Ask Slee right around the corner. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 877-710-ESPN. If you got an Ask Slee on the phone, that's a good way to do it. Or you can tweet the more traditional way, like our pal Aaron Palmer in the Travis and Slee All-Star Community says, hashtag Ask Slee. You've been given an elephant. It's a good starting point okay. right there. You've been given an elephant. You cannot sell it or give it away. Okay. What do you do? Well, first thing I have to do is I have to move. Because <laughs> right. the condo complex in Pasadena, believe it or not, does not allow it's elephants. It's not elephant friendly. Yeah. The little courtyard <laughs> area we have where I throw where I throw balls to rookie. I don't think that's gonna work. I don't think that's gonna jive. So now I I'm moving. Now I'm getting out of here. Are you getting like are you going inland? Like to, to where you can get a little more land? Yeah, I gotta going, go like, inland. To Barstow gotta go or inland. something. I need, like, away? I need a half acre to an acre. <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't be big enough for an elephant. Well, I don't he's know. Have to comp- he's going to have to figure it out. I can't go. Maybe I got to go like really deep out there where I'm going to. Iowa? <laughs> Taylor? <laughs> you, hey, look, maybe that's what it. Oh, you can't give it away, though. You'd you can have to charge for rides. Taylor. Make, put it to work. Charge for rides. But where do you keep it when you're not using it and as a Or I went straight. Or I went just straight financial. He's <laughs> like, this hustle, is what we're homie. doing, all right? You gotta, you gotta <laughs> First bucks, of all, this is an episode laps. of The Simpsons where where Bart wins Stampy the Elephant and they have to keep it in the house. Um, I got bad news for you. The elephant's not making it very long if you actually have to. Imagine trying to feed an elephant. Imagine trying to care for an You'd be broke and now you're gone and now the elephant's toast. Well, what if, what if like Jorge said, that I'm just this is strictly a business transaction. We're getting fifteen minute or we getting fifteen bucks for two quick laps around or whatever the case is. Okay. We might end up in Malibu together. We might <laughs> no, get a we might so. get a half an acre in Malibu. Here here's the idea. You get <laughs> one have of those, to charge more than fifteen dollars yeah, exactly. a ride to live Go in Malibu. Yeah. You get one of those train cars that has the open top, which is how they used to transmit transit those uh, elephants when they were in the circus and stuff. So you get a train, the top open, and then you just drive around the coast. So your Good solution is to basically recreate the movie Dumbo and drive, or drive water for elephants. There you go. All right, next one. This Good is for Aaron uh, Palmer for coming up with arguably the most random thing you, you, we've ever heard of on Ashley. You can't put it anywhere. There's nowhere. It's it, an elephant's the size of this room. Where are you going to put it? Trapped. 
Trav, can I bring it over? Just, uh, you know, we'll go get a cup of coffee, but Is I got to bring this bar elephant friendly? <laughs> Tie up your elephant out front like they do with the dogs, the little leash around the bike rack. Like the horses. Remember how you used to tie the horses in front of a bar? It always bothered me. When they'd go into the, so the, the cowboys ride up to the uh, saloon in the mm-hmm. Old West, and they got the hitching post out front, yeah. right? And they just kind of throw the reins over the post. They don't tie it off. Like, the horse could just walk away. That always bothered me. Mentally. The mentally, the horse is... <laughs> the horse is his best friend. He knows where he's at. It's a horse. <laughs> it, the horse is just going to... If it sees water or another horse over there, it's well, going to go check something Domesticated, though. How about this? You ever see somebody tie somebody, you know, in front of a coffee shop? It's a Starbucks or something. And you're trying to, if you're walking by and you're looking at that dog, and I'm like, oh, what a cute dog. Let me give this guy, you know, a couple nah, of... Nah, not me. And that dog is so invested on his owner that he's just looking to where the hell the owner go like he's never going to see him again dog doesn't even pay oh attention. is that rookie is that rookie no i don't ah. take I don't, <laughs> I don't take rookie i don't really i wish i'd take him more the only thing i do is i take rookie on walks i don't take him like to places you you're like me jorge oh, I'm yeah not, i'm not petting a random nah, dog if i see a dog with its owner i will and the dog looks friend i'll say okay if i pet the dog and i'll pet the dog but just a dog that i don't know go way around that dog yeah, exactly way yeah, too, around man. that dog yeah I, what do i know dog could be cujo's nephew or something and You're attacking <laughs> i don't know sure i don't know so it's a highness dog different they got story. that thing on its <laughs> face playing. they got the cone there could be there could be a lot of things going on uh tfp worse <laughs> a lot of odor questions coming okay. just yep. be prepared what's a worse smell outside right now after hurricane hillary or the back of your wrist after you wear a watch all day <laughs> That's random. <laughs> Very. Uh, a wristwatch? Oh. I've, I've worn a watch for a long time. I've never noticed that my I, wrist I, smells. I know what he's saying. He's saying, that, you know, if you're out all day, you're sweating, something like that. I'll, I'll go with the... The body odor is just bad. Like, you got to take care of the body odor. That's got to be taken care of. Deodoranting your wrist no, before you, just, you put on a watch? Lotion? Dude, that's no, going to make it worse. I'm imagining you just... Wash your wash your hands. Go a little higher. <laughs> wash that wrist. Off. Never have you ever noticed that that's a particularly funky part of your body. Your funky, wrist? no, but definitely. Oh yeah, I could feel that. I was sweating there. <laughs> that's just with odd, a watch man. on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's I don't, I don't think that's. I think go, it's also you and TFP must have weird. Go wrists. get a workout in, and you have <laughs> one, you have your Apple are, Watch on, something like that. Are they funky? M? Apple watches can get pretty smelly. Okay, yeah. And I think that's why you have to kind of change your wristband a lot. I do. So, yeah. Don't yeah. mind in the laundry. <laughs> the good car wash, thing. stick your hand out the window. <laughs> Just kind of have that thing that does the little the, the back and forth <laughs> of the soap all over your wrist. Get it squared away. Here's another odor-related question, Slee. John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. How many strokes of deodorant do you use on each pit? Uh, up down. <laughs> Just two? No. Yeah, two. Okay. Up down. Two. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I find myself spending too much time in there. Are you just like <laughs> I'm just everywhere? like, okay, I've been, I've been doing that for five minutes. I feel like I could move to the other side. I don't know what it is. Like I, it, it comes up a lot where I'm like, that's way more than you need. You're using one a week? <laughs> just one a week, God? I'm, I'm going through them in a clip that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like I just bought these. Why do I need a whole nother no, maybe, maybe, five pack of that? Maybe a up down up. <laughs> Why do they call it three? We've we, that's a fifty yeah, percent improvement. I think it's yeah, I think I'm it's five. Three. Five on each. You going five? Two, three, four, five. Yeah, One, that's two, three, four, five, and I'm good. And then you do this, kind of rub it in. And then you got to wait to put your shirt on for a minute or two, or else your shirt gets all <laughs> it's just like this. Everything just to move it around. Because if you pop your shirt right on, then you get that thing on the side yeah, of your yeah, shirt. Yeah. That's not a good deal. 
all deodorant talk all day long here on the Trav and Slee That's show. a fair question. Why do they call it a wrap when it's shaped and wrapped like a burrito? Hashtag Ask Slee. I think I know the answer to this. I think it just, if I'm right, it's coming down to what you're using. On the interior? I think the exterior. Okay. If it's a tortilla, it's a burrito. But what yeah, well, if I, the interior actually, yeah. yeah I but think if it's it, a tortilla and I put in like lettuce and chicken and tomatoes and red onions and Greek and uh, Kalamata olives, that's like a Greek of, salad wrap. It's not a burrito. It's not a burrito. By the way, that's yeah, what I just described also, right there. Sounds pretty the good. Pita, it's your, it's yeah. like a euro. The burrito's yeah. hot. The wraps are cold. Okay. I have one other theory. Yeah, that might be the best theory. That's of, better than mine. Isn't a wrap typically open on one end? Half of it. No, wraps can be closed. Can they be closed? Yes, they're, just they're almost always. I feel like a lot of wraps are cut in half. Yeah, but I'm like I've seen like if you get them in a restaurant occasionally yeah. or at a deli or what, the top is open. Like Taco Bell has the top of their burritos open. It's always bothered me. Like a burrito <laughs> needs to be closed all the way around. All sides need to be completely enclosed. The wrap has the lettuce and the tomato popping out the top. I've I've never had a wrap no? like that unless I got like one of those like snack wraps from McDonald's. But almost yeah, I think you're talking about a euro closed. a euro has the you know if you get a greek but restaurant that's just like a messy sandwich yeah. delicious but messy yeah one more slee this is from uh ramon vasquez who writes what do you the, got ramon if the lens of the camera is circular why mm-hmm. do pictures come out in rectangles <laughs> there's the same guy that would ask why are pizzas round cut <laughs> into triangles and those box squares <laughs> it has to do with aspect <laughs> ratio i have no idea i have no idea i have no idea no idea. Whatever theory you have, Emily, is probably the do right. Do you have like a real camera answer for that, Em? Yeah, I think it has to do with aspect ratio. I don't even know what that means. Okay, so how come your eyes are round and we see everything flat too? Come on. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh. Are we actually... That's Now that one's going to bother exactly. me the rest that, of the so, day. Am I seeing so, everything in rectangles? Aspect <laughs> no. ratio, I don't know if it actually has to do with camera stuff, but like you know when you're watching a movie and you see the bars on the top of the bottom, mm-hmm. and then or he, if you don't, that's, that's having yeah. to do with aspect ratio. Okay. What she know. said is better is a better answer than either I, I don't you and know. I will ever give. Jorge's do you see the world in rectangles is going to bother me the rest of the day. Yeah, because your eyes are round just like a lens. So, <laughs> yeah, but are, if I'm looking at you. I don't see like the sharp corners of the no. field of vision. No. It's more It's more like at those IMAXs that are all the way around, yes. you know, where yes. that you know, that's how we should see things. Next time I have trouble sleeping instead of counting Dodgers in their jersey you numbers, I'm thinking, thinking about, about this. This it might give me nightmares, so it'll be like an episode of our the movie Inception. I'll uh, never be why able does to your wrist out. smell? <laughs> so yeah, that that one that one's gross. I don't like that one. USC has a football game in six days. Mm. Twelve and 0 or bust. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.